0: Quotient, I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. I mean, it's bad enough trying to get over a breakup, right? I mean, your love of your life or somebody that you've been with for a very long time is gone, and you're trying to rebuild yourself again. And... That means so many things. I mean, your friendship circle that was once, you know, with your partner that kind of goes away or gets renegotiated. Um, You know, your life, your routine, everything that you know is like poof, suddenly gone. And then on top of it, it, there is such a big impact that it has on your health and your body. And I didn't even realize that. So I wanted to start out by giving you some interesting tidbits on this article that I read on Hey Sigmund. And it's titled, Your Body During a Breakup, The Science of a Broken Heart. And I actually didn't know all this, but it totally makes sense and why it's so friggin' hard to get over a breakup. Um, well, what they said is that a breakup has as much Of a physical process as an emotional one and the brain actually scans to read that they like it's hard to get over social pain and that emotional pain which is like the breakup or the rejection is the same thing of what goes on as physical pain in the brain and they share the same neural pathways I mean, what obviously they determine is that the human brain loves love and being in love takes a lid off of the happy hormones, the dopamine, the oxytocin. I mean, that's why it's such a drug when you're with somebody and you're in love and the brain is just like in bliss. And then when the love leaves and it goes away, the supply of the feel-good hormones takes a dive and then releases the stress hormones. I'm sure you've heard of them like cortisol and epinephrine. And that's why there's so many physical symptoms during a breakup. I thought that was really fascinating just hearing about the science like, you know, having headaches and stiff neck and you know, having stomach problems and cramps and diarrhea. And stress like also can cause your immunity to go down and that's why you have the breakup cold and all of that stuff. So it's no wonder you're not feeling very sexy after a breakup, right? And I just remember my own story, you guys have heard it a gazillion times, so I'm not gonna harp on it, but I mean, I think that's why it was so powerful for me when I was in bed in that dark period covered in my black oversized clothes to slip into that red dress. And it just dawned on me as I was reading this article that probably in my brain... There were the good hormones that were being released when I had that red dress on, you know, just looking at myself differently. And it's so important to do things in action because, you know, it's like be careful what you tell your brain because your brain will make it true. And that's also why you know, it's a little bit of an addiction and you're, you're kind of coming off of the addiction of the breakup too. So I want to talk about how to get your sexy confidence back after having diarrhea and stomach aches. And I can't think of a better person. <laughs> I'm totally joking. No, this guy, you're going to love it, this guy. Um, He is the founder of Sexy Confidence, where he helps 21st century women create a love she loves. And with over 40 million views, 40 million views on YouTube channel, I don't even know how you do that, and tens of thousands of successful relationships, Adam's advice has been helped women feel more confident about finding love. He's lectured over 300 universities. Across the country, and he is the author of a lot of best selling books featured on MTV, Glamour, CNN, New York Magazine, and many more. Adam LaDolce, am I saying it right?
1: Yes, you are. Thank you, Kim, for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Oh my God. Thanks for coming on. Well, you and I, like, I love how we met on that Facebook group, right?
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. And you came very highly recommended from other people in this world.
0: Oh, as you did. And so it was like the perfect storm, especially with what you do and what I do, right? Like just talking about how to get that confidence back. And you have like amazing products, by the way, like you guys have to check out his site. Do you want you want to just give a little plug for your site?
1: Sure. It's sexyconfidence.com uh, is the main website. And we also, of course, if you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, all you got to do is just search sexy confidence, YouTube, and you're going to find hundreds of videos that pop up for any kind of love situation you've ever been in.
0: I'm so impressed about the YouTube channel by the way and cuz you and I were just talking about this before with that like guys don't have to prepare for being on video. That's why I do these audio, you know, truth be told <laughs> because I don't want two hours to get ready in order to record my podcast. Like you could just turn it on and go, but that's amazing how many followers you have and how many people you've helped. That's really awesome.
1: Yeah. It's been a, it's been a very fun road for sure. For sure.
0: Yeah. Well, I know you said also on your like bio and on the site that at the basic level, you are a guy who has weirdly, but not surprisingly dedicated his life to dating and women. And so is that it? Like, is that how you got into this? You just happened to date a lot of women. You're like, okay, I will do a, (laughs) how did you get into this?
1: I' probably have to update that bio if that 's what it says. Um, no, so yeah. just a quick quick background on <laughs> on my life. Um, I was actually in management consulting right out of college ten years ago oh. and I really, yeah, and I really actually didn 't enjoy it in the least bit. I was traveling a lot and doing all this stuff that just was not for me, and at the same time, I really sucked when it came to meeting and flirting with women. I just realized I had this kind of like part of my life that I, I didn't have handled. So I decided to do everything I could possibly do, read every single book, and most importantly, just get out there and work on my own confidence. Um, and you know, at the time, there was a lot of really sketchy literature about men, like just trying to pick up women, being a pickup yeah. artist and all that BS. And that was never my kind of like forte. Like for me, I, I wanted to just feel more confident in myself. And we all know that you know, women are attracted to confident men. Um, And I found within a few years before I knew it, you know, things started to improve in my love life. And I kind of took a leap of faith, um, quit my job, and started on the speaking circuit, speaking around colleges all across the country, you know, 1 to 2,000 person audiences um, about confidence and relationships and everything I'd learned all at the same time, I also was like a hitch. Like uh, if you've seen the movie, I would go out mm-hmm. with men, uh, like groups of guys, and I would teach them some really fundamental body language techniques and what to say and how to say it, how to not be creepy, and pointing it out if they are. <laughs> um, and uh, um, and so yeah, that was a really like fun, exciting time in my life. Um, and at the time, I was I was dating and and that was that was fine um, mm-hmm. in and out of relationships at that time. But then it wasn't until I was in a serious relationship where I, like, I was like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. I mean, I can't be mm-hmm. going out with guys and, and living this this kind of lifestyle. So I, um, and at the same time, I had quite a bit of uh, press in, like I was featured in CNN, I was featured in Glamour, Cosmo, randomly they started writing about me and I had all these women reach out, ask me questions like, why do men flake? Why yeah. will 21st oh. century guy commit? What is you know mm-hmm. what's going on here? And I'm like, holy crap! I have answers to every one of these questions better than <laughs> actually the answers I had for men about women. So, mm. um, very long story. I don't mean to drag this out, but long story short, I started sexy confidence, started the channel, um, and written. Two bucks and have about eight courses on the website uh, as of this week. And um, yeah, so that's here we are.
0: Um, wow. Teaching,
1: now teaching women sexy confidence.
0: I love that too, because I think there's something so valuable having a man teach women that, you know, just getting that feedback and validation from a man's point of view, because that's, you know, that's what we're trying to do. We're, try, we're trying to attract you guys. And um, I think it's a really interesting perspective, just like how when men come to me and I coach men, you're know, just getting the woman's perspective. I think it's so right. important to have both. Um, but I, I actually want to go back when you said you weren't very confident because like you, I mean, if anybody sees his picture and sees him on YouTube, but like, you would be like, there's no way this guy was like not confident. <laughs> like I, and so I wanted to know, like, how did that play out for you? Like, and then how did you overcome it? And I don't know if, you know, some of that is what you teach women too. Is it gender specific or, you know, kind of tell me more about that.
1: Yeah. I think it, it comes down to a few things is the, the absolute worst thing you can do for your confidence is to do nothing. Um, and I think a lot of people yeah. will sit back, especially women, um, believe that they're kind of in the passenger seat of their love life. And, um, you know, men are always told like, get out there, take action, go talk to women. And that's, that's what helped me, right. Is just yeah. rather than sitting back and, you know, feeling crappy about myself and, um, thinking that, you know, women aren't into me and I'm kind of a loser. I decided, you know what, I'm going to go out and I'm going to just go approach a lot of women and, and get past this horrific fear of rejection. Um, and, you know try a lot of different things work on my body language be very self-aware self-awareness i think is kind of a lost art nowadays oh um, God, people right? just are not kind of aware of what they're doing and and actually having some personal reflection on uh conversations and how they can improve um, mm-hmm. taking the ego out of it a little bit can be quite helpful and this was incredibly effective for me i set a goal to go ahead and approach and talk to one new girl every single day, one new woman every single Whoa, day. And love yeah, it. it was like a fun little uh, goal for me. And I did achieve that goal. And I did that for like, geez, like eight months. <laughs> and um, nice. the funny thing is just bringing it back to sexy confidence. I take a lot of these principles and apply them for women. Um, now it doesn't mm-hmm. mean women are necessarily gonna go out and approach a a guy every day. Um, But I do have what is called a social score. And this is something I've set up for all the women in any program they ever take, assuming they're single um, is to set a goal for the number of guys that they're going to talk to in a given month that generally fit within the criteria of what they're looking for. Like, you know, like it can't just be, you know, a, a, a cashier, uh, you know, at star, you know, Starbucks, it has to be, you know, in some type of context of a romantic situation it doesn't have to be a guy that you're like madly attracted to or anything like that, but just getting in the habit of socializing. Um, and right. what I find is for a lot of women, this helps them build that, confidence that a they can just get out there and make it happen but b like if it doesn't work out with one guy they always have in the back of their mind like hey i'm empowered i can go make this happen for myself and um, i can be proactive um, and i think there's just not enough messaging for women uh, on that front is is how to be proactive in your love life while mm-hmm. still being feminine and I know that's like a, a tricky thing to navigate, but it's very, very doable. And hence why I called it sexy confidence. Um, you know, yeah. the sexy part is the feminine side and the confidence is the more, you know, getting out there and and pushing yourself to make it happen.
0: I love that. I can't believe, I didn't know that you had a social score product. I'm going to totally send my women to get that because I, that's actually a homework assignment that I give women all the time in, in more of the sense of just, you know, I start out really small, like you were talking about body language, right? So many women, I know, they, they don't even look at anybody when they're in the grocery store. They don't smile. And, you know, I mean, right. we always joke about the resting bitch face that's kind of like an epidemic now that I talk about a lot, but it's true. And and I think, you know, to your point, that first tip you gave is so crucial is the practice. It's the immersion. I mean, that's how you create new habits, right? And it, right. the eight month mark, that's like, the perfect mark, because that that is about the time that you create a new habit, and, um, and 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 that immersion and actually the act of doing is so important. So that it sounds like you did that for yourself, and that's how you kind of got over or get out of your own way, so to speak.
1: Yeah, so. for sure, for sure. And I just think that one thing that I really found with women that troubled me is that. I found that women really struggled with rejection even more than guys. Now the rejection was very different, right? So for men, when we think of rejection, we think of guy goes up to chat up girl, she says no, uh, now he's rejected, boohoo, that's over. Um, yeah. So that was that was an easy thing to fix, relatively easy for for guys. Um, but for women, I found that rejection didn't come in that form. It came in the form of they are really into this one guy. And mm-hmm. there's one guy only, they don't have eyes for anyone else and mm. she starts blowing her off and they don't know what to do, you know? And that's, that's where the, the, the core messaging around confidence and that, you know, if so long as you truly do love yourself and you care for yourself um, mm-hmm. and you realize that being single is okay you can get past that that type of rejection. And um, that's really what I kind of dive into with a lot of the clients and with a lot of my work.
0: That's really awesome. I remember there was this client I was working with and she did exactly that. She put everything, her whole life, her whole heart, and literally like, I mean, she forgot her friends, she forgot her hobbies. She literally like lost herself in the sky, right? And Lo and behold, they broke up and she was debilitated. I mean, she was on the floor and he kind of broke up with her. So that, that rejection that you're talking about was so strong. And then, of course, all the stuff that I read in the beginning about, you know, she was like sick all the time and had headaches. Like she just couldn't get off the floor. And I think it's exactly what you're, you said is that she put so much emphasis into this one guy where she literally lost herself that she she couldn't gain that confidence again. And we had to start from ground zero, like almost like reverting back to the dawn of time when she first started, Mm -hmm. like, you know, when she was first single and she, and she was exercising. And then we started like getting the sexy clothes and getting her life back and her hobbies and her activities and all of that. So, I mean, that is so crucial. And and I mean that actually is a good segue because that is what we were gonna talk about today, more about like is there a difference between gaining that sexy confidence back after a breakup that you teach, or are there like different like kind of tips you could give?
1: yeah i mean so the way i look up I look at breakups and by the way just a little bit of background on you know what i'm doing here with this new project is i for the past eight years have completely in every single way possible avoided talking about breakups just because i felt that a lot of people who teach like how to get your ex back or anything like that are super sleazy and most of them are so very <laughs> very cautious i know um Mm-hmm. a lot of people who make those products and a lot of them are marketers and they are not worried about you ever getting your ex back. They're just going to tell you that you'll get them back in three days and that's it. So I've always avoided it because I felt that that was super scammy. But um, in recent, in the past year, it's always been the back of my mind because I do constantly get questions about it, um, how to overcome heartbreak and what mm-hmm. to do when you're going through that. So I thought, well, Obviously, one thing you can't, one thing I can't do is promise someone that they'll get their ex back. So, how do you work through this process? So, we, so, every time I develop a new program or product, what I do is I have a researcher here at Sex and Confidence, and she researches every little piece of information that exists, studies, scholarly work on any topic that we talk about. Um, and we did that for, for heartbreak, uh, for anything having to do with heartbreak and getting your ex back and all that. And basically what I came up with is a very simple kind of like three-step system when it comes to um, kind of building your confidence throughout this period. The first part is just what I call healing your heart. Um, And Mm -hmm. I'll go through the the first three and I can go into each one. Mm -hmm. So you start by healing your heart. Number two is once you have gone through that healing process, then you can really assess what to do um, with kind of a clearer mind. So assess whether you should try to get him back or if you should go and find someone better. Um, Very simple, and I I created a whole assessment to kind of help you with that process or help someone with that process. And then the third step is to take action on that. Um, And so much of what we found uh, in the literature is that action, so long as you believe that the action will help you, actually ends up helping you just the belief of taking action is actually really critical um especially during that severe phase so um so that's kind of like the three-step process i know it sounds super basic and there's obviously more that goes into each one of those but um that's that's really what i want to do is lead with that healing your heart because if you have like you were talking about in in the intro you have this horrific breakup that you can't even get out of bed and you go to work and everyone thinks that you're a drug addict because your eyes are like (laughs) puffy and you have all these issues. Um, You're not going to, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to make good decisions, especially with, with your ex. You're probably going to be stalking your ex and doing all that. So what does that ultimately mean? Bring it back to sexy confidence means that you need to find your identity again. Um, When we're in a long-term relationship, what happens? You know, our identities really become you know meshed with that other person. Um, you become, you don't become one, but that you certainly do become a part of that other person. And when that breakup happens, it feels like you've lost yourself. So a huge component of the healing your heart part of the program is just rediscovering who you are again and your own identity and. By the way, that doesn't mean that you can't get back with your ex. It just means that Mm -hmm. if you do get back with your ex, it will be actually a very different relationship than it was before, which is what you really want anyways.
0: Yeah, Um, and I've had like friends and clients who initially had that agenda, right? And they did kind of – I mean, not the steps that you're talking about specifically, but they got their life back, right? And then they went back to get back with that person, and they're like – why do i want to get back with them like yeah. what did i see you know cuz people change i think in that process right they grow and they figure out who they are separate from that person is what you're saying so yeah oh i yeah. love that i love i have a question so like in the the second the second where you said assess you know with a clear mind get clarity right
1: mm-hmm.
0: um i have found and that's kind of like where the addiction you know, piece kicks in is that a lot of people have a hard time getting over this person, but it's not really the person that they're missing. It's the idea of the relationship. And I think that can really cloud people's decision and getting clarity. Like, do you have any thoughts about that or like how you teach people around that?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, so the heal the heal your heart part of the program The step one leads you mm-hmm. to step two so step one i actually have a timer when someone oh. joins the program and there's actually 21 days three weeks of no contact period with your ex so uh-huh. um really giving you that time to kind of find yourself again and and a lot of studies we found have assessed that like most people get over breakups way faster than they think like you get past the heartbreak actually pretty quickly. It's very painful. It's really rough, but actually within two to three weeks, you can find yourself again. Um, and then once you kind of get through that healing process and there's all these different things that, um, you know, we do throughout that, those three week period. And once that timer's up, it's like, okay, cool. Now let's make the assessment. And the assessment was, is really just around looking at, uh, healthy reasons why you may want to go back together with your ex or try to re- repair the relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other part is reasons why you should never get back together with your ex and, ah. um, and really just looking at those two scenarios so that you're not just getting back to them because you miss a relationship or you miss being with someone. Yeah. Um, you get back because of the right reasons. And obviously there's no like, you know, anyone that tells you that there's an exact formula to that is, is lying to you. Um, it's, it really, what it comes down to is trying to take away that heart wrenching emotion from that, that kind of initial period Mm -hmm. coming to it with a little bit more clarity and then having kind of like this guided process to, to figuring out, you know, does this make sense or does this not make sense? Um, some reasons, Oh, I'm sorry.
0: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh, I've, I've, feel free to cut me off at any time. I could talk no, for hours. No, this is
0: so. so good. No, and I've, I have a question, but I'll we'll save it till you're done because it, cool. is so good. this is so good.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, uh, uh, like for an example, a reason why you may want to get back or like reopen communication with your exes, let's say it ended just because, um uh, uh, there's distance between you. It's a long right. distance relationship. And perhaps there's a way you've worked out that you could make things work. Um, so there's logistical reasons, or perhaps there's something that you've gotten a lot of feedback throughout the entire relationship from him. You never really took it to heart. It ended, and now you've kind of had this enlightenment period, this time to mm-hmm. to work through that. Again, great reason to potentially You know, open communication with your ex. And the very fact that you've waited the 21 days goes to show that um, it communicates to him or to your ex um, that, you know, you have taken your time uh, to to work this through. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this isn't kind of a rash decision. Um, Reasons Uh to not get back with your ex are Mm -hmm. even more important that I push really hard. Um, One is if there's any type of emotional or physical abuse. Um, Emotional abuse Mm -hmm. would be Mm -hmm. if he just really enjoys putting you down, you know, you have a bad day, he loves it, he loves to uh, prey on your insecurities. Um, which is sadly a, a common thing, I think, for both men and women. Um, but I, I hear about it certainly a lot with sexy confidence. Um, and another huge reason is just because you're, you're lonely. You know, a, mm-hmm. it, Being lonely is not a great reason to get back together. With your ex. So these are the types of things that we kind of dive through. And, and in many ways, like uh, this is probably my least complicated product. but it, And I like that because I think yeah. that when you're going through this period in your life, you actually just really need someone there who can kind of like guide you right. um, rather than your mom or your dad who's always like, oh, I hate that guy anyways. He's an <laughs> ass. Don't get back together with him, you know?
0: Yeah, when you're uh, together, they love him. Like that's what's so funny is that friends and family always align with you no matter what, even of good, bad, different, right? Yeah. No, and I love what you said if I can just like cut you off for a second because I I don't want to lose this part about the time. I want to make sure everyone hears this. That time element is really really important because and this is just, you know, when I was a therapist for so long and I saw people go through grieving process, you are going through a grieving process and and this is fascinating. It's much like a death, right? And so when that person is out of your life, there's the brain it, it it does funny tricks on you right like time will go on a little bit and then suddenly it wasn't that bad like you almost idealize that partner so you also might make you know a rash or irrational decision based on just when you're in that grieving process so having that period and like that clock, you know, and just putting like a stamp on it is so crucial. I love that you're doing that. But anyway, continue. Yeah. Cause you were talking about just other things.
1: No, <laughs> just, uh, no just like, and on that topic, you yeah, know, yeah. that is one of the modules in the healing your heart is understanding the stages of heartbreak and oh, grief. Um, mm-hmm. of course there are like the five classic stages of grief, but I've kind of adapted them to how, what a lot of research we've done and how I perceive them to uh, you know relate to heartbreak and what to do in those scenarios because I think a lot of times people also just are like feeling looking themselves in the mirror and they're like I'm crazy why am I feeling this horrible oh
0: yes. <laughs> you know, like, this oh my gosh, yes, totally yeah
1: you know and, and this doesn't make sense like what the ha- and, and by the way a lot of people who are grabbing the program right now, because I've just released it like three days ago, um, are women who were only seeing a guy for like a month. And they're like, why am I going through all this? Like, we were only seeing each other for a couple of weeks. But in many ways, that is also kind of painful. And just by many ways, just learning these tools to, to have in your kind of back pocket anytime you're going through this process. Is also not a bad thing to just have, um, because you know whether the relationship was one year, uh, mm-hmm. one month, or ten years. Um, it really is generally the same kind of advice, um, that I would give anyone. So yeah. it's, uh, it's important to keep this stuff in mind.
0: No, that's really good. Okay. So here's just like, it's more of like your opinion, but obviously, cause you're a guy mm. and I know my women listeners are going to want to know this. So, okay. So they, they go through the healing process, right. And then, yeah. um, and they get kind of their life back and whatever decision they make, they, they make, but what, what would you say as a man that, you find attractive, that you find sexy in a woman that, you know, kind of creates that confidence that you're looking for in in her again? Like, what what do we see? What does she look like?
1: Like physically, what does she look like?
0: Uh, Yeah. What does she look like? How does she move? What does she say? Like just overall, what's her aura? Because I think just that word sexy confidence has so many, like, you know, connotations to it. Like, I don't know if yeah. women exactly know what that means in terms of a man's perception. Right.
1: Right. Yeah, definitely. So um, there's, there's, there's a decent amount that goes into that, but at the fundamentals um, a lot of it is of course, like what you want to make sure you're doing, whether you are going on a first date or if you're getting back together mm-hmm. the for first or, like a rekindle, let's say the, the first meeting back, you want to really have something kind of unique about you and something a little bit different. And maybe that is that is your clothing. Um, and Kim, you're, of course, the, the pro at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Red and, dress, I'm and, just saying.
0: Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> also,
1: <laughs> that definitely helps. But it's also just your aura and your vibe. So I always start yeah. with attitude. Like going into it with just, uh taking out outside of heartbreak, but uh, the, the heal your heart and win back, but just in general um, going into it with a fun, playful vibe. I always say like the first two dates is just all about chemistry and do you enjoy your time together? Like, do you, do you have good conversation? Do you feel a good vibe back from him? Um, and a lot of women I find when it comes to like the prototypical confident woman. Like I, I, in my mind, I think of a very serious woman who's like looking for a relationship and is ready and is willing to like, uh, you know, be very strong in the conversation, which is fine. Uh-huh. But what I try to teach is like go into it with a fun, playful attitude. Feel free to, to poke fun of him a little bit. If he says something tease. a little bit, do, tease him a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, smile a little bit. And like, these are the things I think of when I met you know, Jessica. Um, three years ago, that these are the things that like she would do to me. You know, like tease, playful, laughing, um, but like not taking the whole dating thing too seriously. Um, I always say, like, I want this to be the most important decision you'll ever make in your entire life, and it probably is—is is who you end up with, but. All the while, you should do it with a super fun, playful attitude. And
0: Yes. Oh, my God. You are, like, seriously, like, saying all the things that I tell women. But it's just it's so powerful hearing it from a man's perspective and knowing that that is really true. And here's – okay, so I have a question, too, because I, I tell women this, and I've asked a lot of men, and they usually agree. You know, women, when they're trying to get back out there and they're trying to feel sexy and confident and they show up on the date, they get in their head a lot, right? And then they'll kind of think about whether or not they want to date that guy and could he be their future husband? And they do forecasting, right? They, they kind of have this big story in their head. And guys don't date that way usually, right? No. Like, no. please tell, tell everyone.
1: Well, men, I mean, the vast majority of guys that you go out with on a first date are probably initially trying to sleep with you. I mean, like, that's the reality of it. Let's just be real here. Yeah. 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 Of course. I mean, I've never gone on a first date with a woman thinking like, Oh, I wonder if I'm going to marry her. I'm thinking like, wow, (laughs) I really want to hook up with her as soon as possible. Like that's, and and you might, women might roll their eyes and hear this and be like, Oh, he's a pig or whatever. But i'm just willing to say it like i i know how the male mind works now that doesn't mean a man doesn't even if a man is in a very important time in his life where he wants a long-term relationship he still can't help this part of his brain which is totally drawn to sex, um, and and that's yes. that's where it is, you know.
0: Yes, thank you. And I knew I could get count on you to say it, <laughs> so that's <laughs> why I asked. Because here's the thing: I mean, and that's why you know, being playful, having fun, teasing, showing up in the red dress, all of that stuff. Is, is so important when it comes to attraction and letting go of all the stuff that's in your head or stuff from the past or stuff in the future. It's really being present and having fun. I mean, that's what it's all about. And Definitely. ladies, I mean, this is true. Like you want the guys to look at you like this. Come on. I, if you think about it, like, you could just have another business meeting with a guy and, and be friends and high five and, and, you know, he'll send you on your way. I mean, if that's what you're looking for, another friend, then that's fine, but that's not normally what people are looking for. They're looking for compatibility, a sexual partner, and that's distinguishes a friendship from a, a sexual partner. So it, it is, Definitely. it's very natural. So. but at,
1: you know, and, and at the same time there's no bot, but I'm agreeing with you. And, and in agreement with that, I think, Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I don't think the most important thing a woman really needs to do throughout that period as well is if she can bring out that playful, fun attitude on the date. From that point forward, she's also going to have to pace how fast the relationship goes. Or like, are they going to sleep together on the first date? Yeah. I do not recommend yeah. doing that. I recommend mm-hmm. spending at least twenty hours with a guy. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm not necessarily a huge fan of the three date rule, but I do like a certain amount of time just spent to get to know each other. Oh, that's um, good. And- Mm -hmm. And I also believe that until you even consider being in a relationship with a guy, you want to consider him to be a friend. Like I was like in, I have another course called Attract the One Academy. And I talk about, you know, the person, the ideal partner you end up with is the best friend that you're attracted to. So, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. your absolute best friend, but there's also a ton of physical chemistry. And if you get those two things right, then. Then that's where you really knock out of the park. And um, you know, if you can show up on those first couple of dates and have great chemistry, then after that you can still see if there's a friendship potential as well. Do you actually trust this person? Would you, uh, you know, talk to them like if they were your best friend, or you weren't physically attracted to them? Would you want to spend more time with this person? Um, these are the yeah. types of things you can really kind of look at. And I always bring it back to friendship because. I think that regardless of whether you've ever been in love in your life, or if you've, you question if you've ever been in love, everyone's had a, a friend, or most people have had a best friend, and you can always kind of look mm-hmm. at that and be like, how does this kind of compare to a friendship that I've that I've had in my life? And a lot this kind of clears up a lot of that 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 stuff going on in your head where you're just so blown away by. His tall, handsome, good looks and his you know his game, whatever is, is bringing you mm-hmm. bringing you into him, but if there's no substance there, it can very quickly be like, "You know what, yeah, he is attractive, maybe I will just sleep with him, but nothing more you know this yeah. is
0: yeah." Amen to that. And that works both ways, honestly, because I see it both in men and women. And, um, well, I could talk to you again forever because we we talk the same language. It's so great. Um, But I just want to recap because there were so many great tips you gave. I hope people are taking notes because... You just did. I mean, the first thing I think and foremost is, you know, when it comes to just becoming more confident overall, whether or not you've been in a breakup or just you've never felt it before, I think practice practice, practice. Like that is the name of the game. It's like throw yourself into situations so that it's not as scary. I mean, I define confidence as exposure and experience. That's how I define it. I don't believe that there's a person who is not confident because there's always something in their life that they do feel confident in. Why? Because they had practice at it. They're good at it because they know it. And that's what I always encourage people to do. So, if you feel fish out of water when you're getting back out there to date again, it's because you just had a lack of exposure for a while. So, go out and do it. And then, you know, the whole healing the heart process was really, really important, you know, from the healing to assessing yourself and getting clarity, taking action that matches your beliefs, and then, you know, finding your identity again so that you know who you are. And then finally, when you're ready and you're healed, go out there, be sexy, stay present, get the dress, get the attitude and tease the guy. That's, I mean, that's the name of the game. And from there you'll soar. So thank you so much for joining us today. Any like last parting words of wisdom and you again, share with everyone how they can find you.
1: No, absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I think we've kind of summed it all up at the end of the day, you know, for those of you who are going through the heartbreak right now, just realize that, you know, regardless, if you ever check out, you know, heal your heart and win him back, or you just are going through this, you know, just remember you are going to get through it. Um, Mm -hmm. And for the women who are just, you know, single sexy and, and, you know, kind of want to go make it happen, you know, Look, you're you're in a safe place. Kim is Kim is going to lead you to the promised land for <laughs> sure. So, um, and as far as where to find me, um, I have a special link um at winninghimback.com. So just check that out. If you go there, that'll send you to a secret page where we have the launch um, or you can just go to sexyconfidence.com. I have a ton of videos that are being posted that are free, 100% free, along with the launch um, for the full course. So yeah, and, and on top of that, you know, if you're not on the email list, it's, it's certainly worthwhile. I have a ton of, been pumping out content for the past eight years. So there's a ton mm, of stuff so for free or paid, whatever you know, you, you want to do, um, on my email list. So um, thank you. Yeah. And I'm going to
0: direct. You. Yeah. I'm going to direct my clients to get that social score, but that is that's beautiful because that gives them a template to work with when they go out there. And practice. <laughs> so thank Ab-
1: you. Absolutely. Yay. So, yeah.
0: Well, thanks again for joining me today. This has been the charisma quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer. And remember you can build confidence, make connections and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more, make sure that you sign up for a free breakthrough session with me and I will provide a click for that. And you can find out about my new Love Makeover Bootcamp. So stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day.